Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. On today's show, our focus is on the Salvation Army. John Mitchell joins us here in studio. And, you know, we made it through the holiday season, and here we are almost springtime, John, and things are, are still going hot and heavy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, um, you know, I was just thinking about it, uh, Brian. I've been with the Salvation Army, you know, again, over six years and it's just so refreshing usually you'll ask me you know are you busy and and i think about the activity i see now versus when i first came and it really comes down to some of the funding we've secured that's helped us get staff so our staff has doubled in size from seven to 14 in the last two years and um that equates to that good positive energy we've got people coming in off the street setting appointments talking with our um family coaches whether it's a family or individuals and they're talking about you know what programs we have and how we can assist them in whatever state they're in sometimes it's a state of homelessness um but our goal is to you know really if you break it down there's probably three ways to look at what we're trying to work on is we're working on prevention housing and keeping people in housing um so you know, everybody's at a different stage mm-hmm. of crisis when we meet them, and we just try to meet them where they are. And, you know, it's very empowering to see the additional staff we have that's professionally trying to mentor them and, and help them in that path. I, I wanted to ask you, too, and that just kind of brought to the forefront the the, the question. when When you meet with people, I'm sure they have some type of idea or preconceived idea of what the Salvation Army is and what it does. Um, but it's, it's especially now, so much more. What, what are the things that people really think the Salvation Army does, and what are you able to tell them, well, we do that, but this? Yeah, that's a, a great question. And so I don't forget it. I'm going to start with um, the fact that because our brand is strong we've been around for over 150 years people come to us with all kind of needs and sometimes there's a place where we have some you know our mission fits that need there's other times it doesn't so we have a strong referral base so um, as we go through what we're doing being part of the continuum of care um, we know other agencies that may be more equipped to handle a specific need but the things we're doing today um we're working through you know financial assistance needs um within the last year we've started working with people on rental assistance um we are pursuing some funding to do to continue to and uh do more of utility assistance there's other agencies that do that so you know we're very mindful about not trying to um duplicate services you know mainly complement what a true need is in the community um the biggest uh thing that we do is we meet with people that come in and say you know the majority of them are experiencing homelessness at some level and i say at some level because they could literally have just come in and been under a tree the night before or they could have been sleeping at their friend's house or 
you know the way the uh, school system counts you know homelessness is any family that doesn't have a space of their own Mm -hmm. so children that are living with their aunt and uncle are considered homeless in the in their statistics so as we meet them and assess them the biggest most impactful uh, program that we have going is our life nav program so the life navigation program identifies where they are Um, we do have our community housing which allows people to stay in our shelter if you will um, if they literally don't have a place to stay and that is if we do have an opening Uh, we do have uh four rooms for families a room of three beds for females and a room of 12 beds for males so um what's changed is we used to talk a lot about sheltering and supportive housing and mentoring to the level we could with the limited staff but now that we have these uh mentors life coaches working with them they sit down with them and go through a smart goals workbook to set their goals and early in the conversation with life navigation it's about permanent housing and the grants that we apply for they say permanent housing is not necessarily one of these hotels where you kind of get stuck in that cycle but maybe getting in a place at least two to three maybe four months of rent that's paid up you're already working you're establishing some new best practices in your life some accountability measures and to really you know get a good uh fresh start at achieving and setting some goals but but staying in housing is the key thing Mm -hmm. john mitchell joining us today with the uh the salvation army and uh you know i I have had conversations um, even before you were the development director with Salvation Army here on this show and just to see the amount of growth even amid a pandemic is you know it's 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 been pretty remarkable to see uh, how the Salvation Army was able to react to what was going on in our community and and uh, double staff in, in the midst of what was going on in our country yeah and you know as we would like to always do is give god credit um he shows us the way um we've aligned ourselves with the nashville area command and they had some best practices that we um were given the opportunity uh to say let's apply those here and that meant securing some federal dollars that helped us grow our staff and you know the challenge was a lot of these over half a million dollars secured in care act or federal type money that helped us move to this new state of uh, efficiency or um basically you know helping more people um it came with another challenge and that is the grants were reimbursable so we had to have uh cash on hand to you know uh wait till we got reimbursed which was a real challenge but god is uh he's provided and we have some great community uh support whether it's through the red kettle challenge the beyond the bells but now we have a new campaign we call mission essential which in essence is we need that cash flow that money to be able to continue to go after some of these funds and have the cash flow like any business would need uh, to be 
you know operating at a high level of efficiency well i know you have <clears throat> pardon me several um, items here to mention uh, from some food box giveaways we want to talk a little more about learning pods and uh, needing some staff here in the summertime so uh, why don't you hit any of those you want to uh, yeah that'd on. be great so we've had this program for a while but just as a reminder um that every thursday from 1 30 to 4 30 um we have a food box giveaway so that is open to individuals that are dealing with food insecurity uh they do need an id or a passport um and um they can come by once a month you know so they can come you know at least once a month to get this uh food to kind of help them you know balance their budget and um you know just help them get through so just because you may have come once the the reality is you can come at least you know uh once a month and benefit that there's you know besides proven some id there's no other strings attached and you know one of the things we hope too in the food giveaway program is if you come into that program then you might take a look and see oh right down the hall is a emerging youth program that has things like the learning pods and see what other type of uh, family programming we can provide but once again uh every thursday 1 30 to 4 30 um you could just show up as long as you have your id and passport knowing that you can get a food box once a month from the salvation army well that's that's awesome and that's on thursdays from 1 30 to 4 30 and we're, we're not talking about a box lunch we're talking about food yeah. for several days yeah right? this yeah. is a box where you can take home and have a staple of food to yeah. uh you know feed your family for um i, I really haven't seen the breakdown but i don't know how long it would supply but it's your staples to make sure you have some nutritious meals at home that being said we continue to have our daily meal at five o'clock so anybody that needs a warm nutritious meal uh they can come to the back of the salvation army at five and we are still providing that in a to-go fashion for anybody we're going to come back and have more conversation with john mitchell of the salvation army here in just a minute time again for the doug young educator of the month from news radio wgns and city tile and floor covering spotlighting caitlin hand second grade teacher at plainview elementary what got you interested in education i love working with little kids I wanted to make a difference in their lives. I want to make them feel seen, heard, valued, and most importantly, loved every single day I'm with them. I love to find ways to make learning fun for them so they can find the joy in learning new things. What do you enjoy most? I enjoy watching a student's light bulb go off. When they can finally do something that they thought was way too hard to do, when they finally start believing in themselves, that brings me the most joy. What personal accomplishments are you most proud of? Being named my school's very first Teacher of the Year. Before I retire, I would love to become an instructional coach so I can help make an impact on even more students in my community. Caitlin Hand, second grade teacher at Plainview Elementary, the Doug Young Educator of the Month, sponsored by City Tile and Floor Covering on Spring Street. Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS. John Mitchell, our guest, talking uh, with the Salvation Army and many of the programs that are going on. And before the break there, John, we were mentioning learning pods and uh, that's something that's still going strong it sounds like yeah yes it is so we encompass learning pods in what we're calling our emerging youth program because we have 
learning pods, but there's several different opportunities for families throughout the year. Um, and before I leave, what we were discussing before, if anybody wants to talk specifically about the food boxes, mm. they can call Kristen, uh, one of our new staff members, at 615-895-7071. That would be asking for Kristen for more information on the food box giveaway on thursday so if you want to find any information about our learning pods which i'm going to talk about that person would be pamela bell uh, pam is over our learning pods and uh, emerging youth programs same thing you can call us for pamela at 895-7071 um, we've got a couple uh, opportunities coming up one last year we had a really successful uh, summer day camp average 30 to 40 kids uh, a day um, coming in and just having a safe place to play have recreation do some educational support last year we knew that the schools were struggling with attendance and you know how everybody had to operate during the pandemic so lost learning was an issue so there is an educational component to every one of our uh, programs dealing with youth um, but that's coming up this summer so we'll be looking for um some young adults uh 21 and over to come in and maybe be part of that so if you're a young adult that uh, has a passion for working with young children um call our office again and talk to pam and um i would say whether they posted or not yet i'll have to check but you can always look for any of our job openings on indeed.com oh okay as we are with any organization you have to go online and apply but just go indeed.com salvation army murfreesboro and it will show the positions that we have available a lot of times we have a position open for um, housing monitors you know so um, continue to check indeed.com for that so any young people uh, or people that just have a passion of working for school-aged children would love for you to join our team this summer in a part-time position and um, also We'll be kicking off in April. I'm a little afraid to promote the date. The date I wrote, I'm not so too sure of, but we'll promote it uh, as we get closer. In April, we'll be starting Family Fun Nights, and that'll be a night where it's for the whole family to come. Once again, have a safe place, probably have some spiritual uh, connections uh, in the middle of that, along with recreation and a good time. So that'll be something that'll be more than just coming to our learning pods this is something for the whole family to come and enjoy together oh nice and uh, that sometime in april that that will begin and all of these programs and when we i wanted to go back to day camps for a second summer day camp that's not just a day camp in the summer it's like a daily camp through the summer correct correct okay it will go and it we basically will follow suit with what we did last year we'll have a um end of school bash and after that then our day camp open ups this is at no cost for some of these families that are really trying to um juggle a lot in in what they're doing so that's important for people to know that are supporting us you're giving a family that uh, otherwise might not have daycare during the summer a chance to put their um, child in a very safe and um, productive place. Well, that's that was the other question I wanted to ask too about you know day camps, family fun nights, all of these things that we mentioned here. It's not like there's an absorbent cost to anybody who 
wants to participate or it would be helpful for them no and, and that's the the thing is you know um <laughs> our uh, our budget has grown as as the fundraiser for the salvation army that means my uh, challenges have grown but we're very committed to meet our mission because we know that uh, the families we serve uh, they really need this help well when you can spend 20 minutes talking about just a few of the programs here it makes your job a little easier now that you've got all this absolutely going on too, <laughs> absolutely so this gives me an opportunity to once again to say thank you to the donors that support us either through the mail or through one of our campaigns and if you're looking for a local impact gift giving to the salvation army not only helps impact a family but it helps our community grow and become a great place to live our guest today has been John Mitchell of the Salvation Army right here in uh, Murfreesboro. Don't forget, if you missed any part of the show, check the podcast at WGNSRadio.com under podcast and Rutherford Issues.